Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Let's Chat. Hey, Alicia girl, what's going on? You supposed to say it's Friday. I know, child. <laughs> it's been a day. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> well, we are at the end of the week, at least the work week, that is. For some of us that work Monday through Friday. But once again, welcome to Let's Chat. My girl over there is the one and only Miss Felicia, and I am Tony, and we have a great show. We have the beautiful author Felicia L. Hamilton. Y'all, she be posting some awesome things, so make sure you guys check out her post. Please, she be she be she be putting it out there. <laughs> Absolutely, they don't call it a side of pro mogul for nothing. <laughs> exactly. Hmm. Hold on. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. It is Friday. I'm trying to get situated with the live thing. I still have mm-hmm. a little echo. Yes. Yes. So I'm trying to see how to get that. Okay. Well, while you do that, Leash, I'm gonna welcome all our new viewers in. Those are online as well as. Streaming in through Leisha's Live. My name is Tony once again, and I am joined by the one and only phenomenal Miss Leisha. You're listening to Let's Chat. I come to you guys live every Thursday and Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern. And for all the new people that are tuning in and streaming in, here on Let's Chat, Leisha and I, we love celebrating not just literature, but just life, Leisha. I think we're going to just say life because it encompasses so much. And we do it in a royal way, no matter what it may be. Our show allows all our listeners and our guests to interact in an intimate, fun, and friendly environment. We get to hear the passion behind what it is that they do. 
And if you guys were tuned in last night, that was such a passionate show that we did with the beautiful Miss Kanisha. I want to say her last name is Martin. Martin. Mm -hmm. Yes. Go back and check the archives. She was phenomenal. She was, she is a strong woman. She shared her story with her 16-year-old daughter that got murdered in New Orleans a couple of years ago. Make sure you go hit those archives because that was a passion-packed show. But we want to thank you once again for tuning in tonight. We have another great show on tap for you guys. While she's getting herself situated over there with our live feed, we have the beautiful Miss Felicia Hamilton on the show tonight. So ain't no telling what's going to happen. Our topic tonight is she said, but he heard. You know, that can take many legs and go in many different directions, Lee. <laughs> Absolutely. And look, I was, I have posted this video, right? Okay, so this guy, it looks like his son might have uh, videotaped him or lived him discussing what he would say to his wife. So he was clearly really upset. And so he's like yelling and screaming and banging on the table because I make the money and I bring it in the house and I have the balls and in this house and that's just the way it's going to be. So the person streaming comes down the stairs and looks at him and then looks at the living room and there's nobody there. And so so then he turns around and walks in the kitchen and starts washing the dishes and he says, that's what I'm going to tell her when she get here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dying. Hey, Stacy. Welcome, 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 all of you on the live. Can y'all hear the show? <laughs> it was hilarious. When I say I died, I was like, oh. <laughs> I got to look for that, Leash. I, I want to get a good laugh because I can bet it was hilarious. So that's what you're going to tell her when she come home. <laughs> he was going all the way in. And it's like, mm, ain't nobody there. <laughs> he, he was rehearsing. <laughs> right. He was. He He was really rehearsing. And, you know, any other time people will laugh, but uh, someone posted a little echo. Yeah, I tried to try something different. I think I'm going to have to switch it up in a minute. But uh, someone posted, and it was a guy. He had this long, long message on how he should be heard. And I'm thinking to myself, you didn't think that was funny? Because I thought that was funny that he was preparing himself for the conversation. But when the boss hey. walked in the house. Hey. Hey, Stacey, we got a little echo, so me and Lisa may overlap each other, but I just want to say, hey, thank you so much for tuning in, girl. Can you hear me, Lisa? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. Okay, okay. so we're going to take a brief break. I'm going to try to get rid of this echo. Apparently, I cannot do connect to both, and if I connect, okay. 
to Blog Talk, and it has an and connect like on the phone, so I can be able to talk. Mm-hmm. There's an mm-hmm. echo, so I'm trying to hey love the love, but um I'm trying to get rid of that. Okay. So we're going to try to work it out. We're going to take a brief break. We got some awesome independent music that we play here on Let's Chat. As Miss T said, we're talking that talk today about she says, but he heard. And y'all ladies know the first time you say anything, he act like he don't know what you said. <laughs> like you were talking a whole nother language. But according to T.D. Jakes, we are talking another language, and we're going to talk about that as soon as we come back from this brief break. All right. This your boy, Yo Gotti. Gotti. Catch up to my muscle, bitch, I'm living Don't got it, told me he got work I said, OG, let's get it They do my dirt with no code defending I know they snitching 30 inch wheels, but he broke That boy got no ambition I was 16, triple beam, leaning on him Know the street couldn't hold me They triple teaming on me I remember telling Frank, boy, I want a bag Now I'm shopping with my bitch All she want is Chanel Went to sleep, count sheep I woke up counting money If it's right for the price, tell him I said, Remember, I ain't have a pot to piss me Started whipping, 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 now look how I'm living Chili in it, big got all my chains on Man, I'm about to blow like it's cocaine on Told that walker flocker got that flame on Just me sugar with my rich home Hey, hey, this I live This I live This I live I really live this life for real Really do this shit for real. 120 carries, don't get yourself embarrassed. But I paid for the cross, I could have bought a nappy. 4,032 grams, say one. Home damage chain, that's what I paid for just one. When I was young, they labeled your board, damn fool. 22's enough on my Benz truck and my old school. You get the picture, the money, it ain't the issue. Six figures before the rap game, now I'm a little richer, homie. Still a real nigga, yeah, and I do real shit, man. West fucking round with Starship to my whole creek. Run down to Springfield, nigga, get it how you live. Real you recognize women, don't pay the fucking bill. Brought niggas on chill, got it on them things in the fast lane, burning brain, bumping Jake, and I live. I represent no Memphis, motherfucker, and this is how I live, motherfucker. This your boy, you got it.
that's, that's better. I'm over here cranking up the Aaron. <laughs> I know. What y'all been doing without me? That's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> What's the material that I'm I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying to do this without spending $500 on any type of extra devices. They may not, they, they may not want to hear me, Lee, because you know how I can get if I get all punchy. I know. Uh-oh. But it's all good. It's all good. We want to thank everybody that's over there. On leashes live, y'all having a great time. Y'all gonna take me out of my element. Make me say any old thing up in here. <laughs> We're gonna try this again. Hold on, y'all. This is crazy. Okay. I refuse. Hold on. Hold on, y'all. Okay. Hold on. This really sucks. I want to be able to hear let everybody hear. <laughs> I do. I want to be able to let everybody hear. Let me try okay. and switch up the music. Can you hear me, T? I can hear you. Okay. <laughs> can y'all hear Tony now? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Not sure if they can hear me. Can you hear me, Nene? What about you, B? You know how we do without you. <laughs> okay, so let's get this popping. All righty. And there's no echo. So everybody can hear. There's no echo. You can hear me. You can hear T. And let's go. So we All have right, I see. Go ahead, mm-hmm. B. Now, we see everybody's joining in. Yes, we're talking about he says she heard. Okay, so this is a a continuation from the show we had um, a couple of weeks ago with uh, Morgan, Quentin Morgan, y'all. Y'all make sure y'all listen to them archives because we were talking about um, the topic then was women are here for men to push them um, to to basically be better and do better, right? Some men agreed, some men didn't. He came in, he broke it all the way down. So today we got the fabulous Felicia Hamilton. She's going to come in, kick in the chat room door, and we're going to talk about she says but he heard. Because a lot of times y'all women know we get to talking and they don't hear nothing we say. They act like we're talking a whole other language. And apparently we are. Mm-hmm. That's so true. You can walk down and any given street on any given day and hear two different conversations, but everyone's saying they're saying the same thing. Absolutely. And so I, you know, I try to um, make sure I investigate. Like, why is it? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Lately, I just ask why. Why is it that these things happen? You know, why is it that communication breaks down? Why is it, you know, we can... I don't want to bash men like they don't do this, they don't do that. I didn't want Mm -hmm. to, um, I really wanted to understand why. 
you know what I'm saying? I wanted to understand why these things happen. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be interesting. I hope some of the guys chime in, you know, because I would really love to hear their their take on this conversation because um, they may see it differently. You know, I'm going to say they will see it differently. There's no may about it. And uh, there's going to be two pins or two sides to this whole conversation. And it's nice when we come together and dialogue about it because somewhere deep in within those recesses of each other's minds, maybe a glim- glimmer of something that we're trying to say to each other will kind of sink in. You know what I mean, Leash? Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. I think a lot of times we're saying the same thing, mm-hmm. um, but for some reason it's not coming across. And so I, you know, I ventured out to find out, to kind of try and get answers. And so, you know, I love T.D. Jakes, and he said that women, we talk to men like we're talking to other women. And the problem mm. is that um, – we don't talk the same language. See, we he says we talk in circles and men talk straight. But a lot of times the problem is that when we are passionate about something, women, we vocalize it. We're verbal. We want to talk, and we're talking about everything, not just that one thing. We're talking about everything mm-hmm. that led up to that. Men, mm-hmm. they just focus on the one thing. They don't even pay attention to what led up to that. Mm-hmm. And also means, you know, sometimes when you're talking, if you're waiting for your turn to jump into a conversation, you're not necessarily listening. You're just hearing, and you're not internalizing what's being said. You're just waiting for a break in that conversation so you can get in and say what you have to say and then wait for that next break. So you're not actually involved in the dialogue. You're just waiting. (laughs) Does that make sense? Absolutely. If you're waiting. Right? If you're waiting, because sometimes, like, look, me, you might not be able to finish your sentence, depending on how passionate I am about what it is I'm saying. You might not be able to finish that sentence. I might be like, "Uh uh-uh. But what about, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I see Daniel. Can you hear me, Lee? Okay. Mimi, you still can't hear. You should be able to hear now. Jennifer hears you. Imani hears you. They can hear me? Yeah. Okay. I think everybody's able to hear you now. Okay. Well, I just want to read one comment by Daniel Coley. He says he does pay attention because he has three sisters and was raised by his mom. So he got that female version, that female dialogue going on all around him. But, Daniel, I want to know, how much are you really listening or are you just waiting? (laughs) Absolutely. Like, are we listening to understand? Are we listening? Are we not even listening? Are we just responding to whatever was said? You know what I'm saying? Because there's a difference. Absolutely. It, it really is. And that's, you know, that's the biggest question. I think a lot of times we're listening to understand, to not understand, mm-hmm. but we're listening to wait to respond. So technically, mm-hmm. we're not even really listening. Mm-hmm. 
But you know, Lise, you know, um, even from my previous show on um, the Real Raw Radio, I'm I'm ten, I'm one to tend to take notes. So sometimes, if you are talking, like you said, you may not be able to get a word in edgewise. If you are continually, I see you got a whole lot to say. I might just jot down some notes so that I can co- co- go back and address them. <laughs> Because you 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 want that chance to to answer them, to verbalize some of your thoughts on, and you may not you may only have a short window to jump in, so you got to get in and get what you got to say out. Because you, if you're passionate about what you're saying, I want to be able to be just as passionate in my response. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, and you can always tell. A lot of times, I think what gets frustrating is you can always tell when the other person is not listening. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I think that's but frustrating you... for women when it's like mm-hmm. I'm talking, but you're not really listening to what I'm saying. Right. And I, you know what, Lise, Jennifer, Adrian, thank you so much for chiming in, Jennifer, but I so agree. Listening and hearing are two different things. That is just so true. And unfortunately, that's the majority and not the minority. Absolutely. I agree. What do y'all say on Facebook? Do y'all say that's the majority and not the minority? Totally agree with it, Jennifer. Well, when I post this topic on um, our Facebook, because, you know, we do our training topics, Every week, mm-hmm. we had a lot of people that chimed in, and so shout out to Tasha Demay. Sorry, y'all, my hair a little funky today. Um, but she said we don't necessarily need one. Um, in her opinion, that's just a lack of communication and a lack of understanding between two individuals. Her and her husband have always had great communication as well as a close relationship, and they can talk mm-hmm. about anything. The problem with most couples, she says, is they create problems that really shouldn't be an issue. Um, She feels that if an individual is uncertain about something, then they should just simply ask, which I definitely agree. A lot of times it's uh, what's not said. Shout out to uh, author Peter Mack because he he did say that. It's it's what's not said. Um, Mm Okay. But my question was, and I want to ask y'all, do you think it's the individual's wholeness, how whole they are, like within themselves, plays a part in what they say and what they hear? What do you Uh think? You mean their wholeness within themselves, how they view themselves? Right, because, like, a lot of people say, uh, um, people say, you get married, you don't get married to be happy. And I don't agree with that. Well, I do, but I don't. Happiness starts within, right? And so mm-hmm. being whole means that you have uh, worked through your baggage, you have, you know, worked through those things that hinder you from doing certain things, from communicating and, and pulling something together with someone else. hmm Hmm. You know, that's that's a loaded comment, Lise. You said some people say you don't get married to be happy. Girl, that's a whole nother show. That could, that's like a four hour show because 
if you're not happy, like you said, if you're not happy within yourself, there is no way you're going to make those around you, and especially one that's with you, you know, as, as your life partner happy, because that's just a relationship doomed for, for um, failure is a harsh word, but it's doomed for failure. Well, what the full comment was, uh, was you get married to be holy, which I didn't get that part, Always. but... Okay. And, and not happy, um, I think, or, you know, to be closer to God. And I don't necessarily agree mm-hmm. with all of that, but I do agree that you can't be with somebody, whether you're married or not, friendship, relationship, whatever. If you're not happy, mm-hmm. nobody else is going to mm-hmm. make you happy. And to get into right. a relationship with somebody else is just a big old mess. Mm-hmm. That's so true. But a lot of people view marriage different these days, Leash, if they view it at all, than when our parents were growing up and when our grandparents got married. Marriage today is not necessarily viewed the way it used to be. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like everyone has their take on what marriage is, and even sometimes they have their own take on whether marriage is even necessary. And that's, that's just disturbing because the state of marriage is a little, hmm, what can I say? It's, I wouldn't want to say challenged, but challenged. <laughs> I definitely agree. Uh, Jennifer, shout out to author Jennifer uh, Adrian. She says, listening and hearing are two different things. Listening mm-hmm. is an art. And shout out to Pam. Pam says, men listen, but they don't internalize what they hear. And sometimes, they don't comprehend what they hear. Mm, that's a good one, too. And it's so true. And that's another majority and not the minority. <laughs> Absolutely. So. I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm, I'm loving the responses, Leisha, that we're, we're getting. Everyone is, is, is has their own take. I would love to see a few more gentlemen chime in because uh, we all know Daniel was raised by a house full of women, so he may have a little a little slight advantage on, on the norm. So we thank you for sharing that, Daniel. But I would love to hear some of the other gentlemen weigh in on that comment or just, just let us know how they feel about it because the, us women, we're not holding back, as you can see from Leisha's live feed. If you're chiming online, let us know what you think. Chime in, and we'll talk about it. Absolutely. I mean, the women are going in. Um, I want to read Peter's post because he really, really, really broke it down to, um, and I like Peter because he always tries to be politically correct. Like he always tries to say, I'm speaking for me. I can't speak for anyone else. (laughs) Shout out to Peter. That's so true. Shout out Peter. But his his comment was so necessary. I think that when we when we talk about these things, it's, it's healthy dialogue. You know, it's it's the ability for us to be able to to talk. And when we're in an environment where everybody is trying to listen, you know what I'm saying. Normally, when you are talking to a friend or a loved one, if everybody is like got their side, they want to get it out because they want the other person to hear and understand, they're not really listening. But in an environment like this, everybody is listening because they want to make sure that they can comment, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. And um, 
he does try to be politically correct and sometimes you have to look at it a little deeper because you know Peter can go in deep sometimes you got to kind of read it about three or four or twenty times <laughs> We love you, Pia, but we just you know sometimes it takes about 20 takes. Take one, take two. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know I got to you know I gotta go in on them. I got to go in on them, Leash. <laughs> but sometimes you're right. Sometimes it's like, mm, you got to think. And that's the other thing we don't do. We don't take time to, we don't take time to internalize. Just uh-huh. like the PDJ says, men, that's why it takes men three days. To come back to you, like well, three whole like days. You said, it's like it's been three days, dude. But it takes them three days to break it down to themselves. We got whole new issues in three days. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my goodness, that was a good one. <laughs> we got a whole new set of issues. Oh man, we sure do. You talk about three days ago. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, that was good. I couldn't help myself. See, this is why they don't need to hear me, Lisa, because you know I can get sometimes. <laughs> we got Felicia Hamilton in here. I can't wait for her to jump into the chat room. And if you guys want to call in, make sure you guys call in, 347-205-9387. Press your ones. Let us know. You can drop your comment, as a lot of people are doing on the post. Everybody knows we're trying to do a little bit, something a little bit different uh, here on Let's Chat for 2018. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're doing something different. You never know what's going to come out of the, out of the doors of Let's Chat. Lisa and I, we try to keep it fresh. We try to keep it fun, and we just try to keep it live, and everyone enjoy. They will not get anywhere else. Absolutely. And even if they do, you know, everything you do is original, so mm-hmm. everybody is not going to receive. You know, it's not going to be received the same way, even if it comes five people can do the same thing five different ways. So it's and exciting to right see. Back, right back to our topic, Lisa, you could say the same thing five different ways. It's say the same thing that be perceived five different ways. That's part of the course, girl. And then on the <laughs> third day. <laughs> and then on the third day, on the third day, they got to come back.
the conversation never goes the same way as it goes uh-huh. in your head. Because everything in your head is great. Everything in your head is great. Every conversation you can have is great in your head. But uh-huh. <laughs> you. everything is great in your head. But then when you get in front of the person, <laughs> it's going to change. And then, of course, you know, three days later, they got that reservation. They got that voice. <laughs> they they, they want to verbalize three days later after the fact. But you killing me. Is, so I needed time. I needed time to listen. I needed time to take in what you were saying. And our whole thing is you wasn't listening when I was talking the first time. You didn't take it in there? Day one. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> y'all know T is in rare form, Oh my goodness! But you, least you know what? You know why that conversation is going one way in his head because there's no interruptions. He said everything he wants to say, how he say it, when he say it. But when you insert another person, <laughs> that just changes the whole landscape. <laughs> right, that the whole game has changed from there. It's like, well, I was, but see, you were planning on saying all that stuff with the hopes of me not responding. But now that I have a rebuttal to what you're saying, you got to go back another three days and think about it. (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to let me drink some water. Let me calm down. (laughs) That was funny as all get out. Hey, how are you? Hey, Felicia, welcome hey. to the chat room. I'm gonna try to bring it down a notch. <laughs> okay, can you hear? Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear yes. you. Okay, okay, good, 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 good. All right. Now, before we start, everybody doesn't know who you are. I don't know why. Okay. You... <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> For all of those that don't know who you are, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your two books that you have out. Um, well, there are, people have called me the silent mogul. Well, that was my moniker for the longest time because I was behind the scenes doing a lot of different things. And really for the last, oh, five, six, seven years, I've been mainly teaching the hustle. So being your hustle mentor, my books that are the last two, because I, I'm a published author of six, but my last two are... Real Women Wear Stilettos and Get Bossed Up or Stay Basic. And I have my new book coming out on March 1st, Grown Woman Decisions. Oh, I like that. Yeah, Grown Woman Decisions. Now, I have a question. When you sat down and you decided to come from behind the scenes and you decided to sit down and write, mm-hmm. what was that process like for you? sitting down and kind of putting you, putting yourself not on display, but kind of on display because you have to be kind of open um, right. for people to be able to receive you on such an open platform. Right. Um, now, when you, when you say on the open platform, are you talking about just the writing period or the writing and the speaking? The writing and the speaking. Okay. Well, the writing is pretty much – easy for me because it's really therapeutic. I mean, I can put 
a lot of my thoughts uh, and feelings down on paper that, Mm, that you don't necessarily get to convey to people. You know, when you can write things down, of course, you get to finish your thought. A lot of times when you're talking to people, you don't get all of your thoughts across. So the writing piece is easy for me. As far as speaking is concerned, um, I just felt like at some point I needed to tell the masses about my not necessarily adventures, but just different things that I had encountered over the course of my journey. Mm. Now this is this is Tony um Fleek, and once again thank you hey, so Tony. much for joining us. Hey sweetie. I wanna ask you how has your life changed since you've embarked on this journey? You know, especially with titles like Grown Woman Decisions and Women Wear Stilettos. How has your life changed since you've been putting those um fabulous thoughts and words to paper? Um now, when you say change, I guess I don't stop long enough to to really gauge whether it has changed or not. I just try to keep mm-hmm. evolving. That's that's my goal. I just I try to keep evolving. So as long as I can keep evolving, then I feel like I'm making progress. If I feel like I'm, if I feel like right now I'm doing something that maybe I did five years or so ago and it wasn't making mm-hmm. a whole lot of progress, then I'm I'm not mm-hmm. too happy about that. So I always try to make sure that I'm evolving, doing something different, growing, uh, and making progress. And that mm-hmm. includes people, places, and things. Mm. Absolutely. People, places, and things. And I oh, I see, say, a, I see no a question, I see a question there. there. Do I... Do I answer that question, or, is, or are you guys going to answer that question? No, you can I answer see. the question. You see the, okay, you I mean see. Peter Mack's question? Uh, uh-huh. He says, does Ms. Hamilton, what, what do I think about the movement of women being professional wives, meaning always being on for husband, mm-hmm. never see without <laughs> treats after work, morning breakfast, et cetera? Um, you know what, Peter, if you don't mind me calling you that, Peter, I believe in the traditional way of relationships, meaning uh, the woman being the nurturer and, you know, doing things to, you know, just show her mate, husband, that she is very appreciative of him. Unfortunately, okay, let's just, let's just put it out here. Unfortunately, there are not a whole lot of men that are actually worthy of that treatment. And I'm just going to be honest about that because we, there are a lot of us out here that are professional women and we strive to be great, not only in our professional lives, but in our personal lives. So we strive to make sure that the relationship is successful as well. You know, whether it's massaging his feet or rubbing his back or making sure that if he's sick, you know, there's plenty of tissue and there's plenty of cold meds. And then when he's having a hard day at work, you know, we're being that sounding board. But what has happened is society has created such a vicious savage, gluttonous example of man that no matter what you do as a woman, men are so doggone greedy till no matter what we do, it's not enough. And so we get to the point where we just get tired. 
of even of even trying. I mean, I think it's a noble thing, and I think it's a noble cause, and I, I do believe that we should do it. But there's a whole lot of y'all that are not deserving of us. Mm-hmm. You know what, Tony? This is Tony. I, I guess, hey, Tony. I, I got it. Hey, I got a comment on that, girl, because I'm going to give you a high five. But I also want to add that a lot of us professional women, those of us that go out and have our own jobs or go out and do our own nine to five, sometimes, and not, I'm just saying, sometimes they feel that they come home, I worked all day, I've done this, I've done that, why do I have to treat you any differently, or why can't I get that same treatment? You know, a lot of society has changed women's perspective in that area as well. But then you have the other side that you're talking about, the traditional way, the nurturing woman who does have the nine-to-five as well, and she has her own business, and she still comes home. She puts it down in the kitchen. She puts it down in the bedroom. And sometimes you have to have the foresight to know what your man wants before he even wants it, you know. And that's how mm-hmm. I try to, to, to try to live my life with my husband. I try to know what he wants before he wants it so that it's there right. when he wants and needs it. And a, and a lot of women have gotten away from that, unfortunately. I'm not going to say everybody. Please don't inbox me. But it's not as prevalent as it used to be. <laughs> you know <laughs> what? This, this this was Tony, right? Now, how long have you been yes. married, Tony? Um, September will be 26 years. Okay. Well, bless you. That's definitely a um, a historical feat. I will tell you that, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and and I commend you and your husband for having the fortitude to be able to last this long. Here's the thing, and I'm just, and I think you guys had me on here so that I could just be completely honest, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, because I've been on your show before, and and I've been mm-hmm. very honest um, and outspoken, and I appreciate you all having me back. And a lot of people are not going to like this answer, men or women, but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. There are so many lost souls out here right now. When I say lost souls, I'm not even speaking from the biblical sense. I'm talking about people who just really, really do not know what makes them internally happy. So they are mm-hmm. continuously searching for something, and I don't care what you do as a woman, if that man is not happy with himself, he's going to run women, he's going to dog you out, he's going to disrespect mm-hmm. you, he's going to be verbally abusive, he's going to be, and mm-hmm. even if he's not those things in a total negative manner, it's going to be a passive aggressive situation to where as a woman, the love that you would like to see from him in return, you're not going to get because he is not in a position he is not in a position to love or be loved because he really doesn't Mm -hmm. understand the true definition of that or not even in a position um, to be willing to accept it now there's a flip side to that as well there are women who have that same situation and that's why I advise uh, women specifically you know after a breakup or something like that stay single for a while don't jump from person to person to person so that you can commune with yourself long enough to where when you know you have spent time with yourself and you have kind of worked on things privately you don't bring all your mess into a relationship and then now somebody has to 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 be all you know just 
all the time just all over the place trying to figure you out. So I think Mm -hmm. there's a big responsibility on both sides of the fence. There's a big responsibility for for the men to know who Mm -hmm. and what they are, um, be honest about who and what they are, because you've got a whole lot of liars out here. Um, and then mm-hmm. for women, we've got to be honest, too. We've got we've to stop acting like we're okay with um, just being, you know, oh, God, I don't want to use the word jump off, but um, we've got to stop acting like we're just okay with casual relationships and just casual encounters and non-committed relationships. Now, if that is what you want, be honest and Mm -hmm. say that. But don't say that and then later you're upset because the ring is not coming or, um, you know, you're, you're not, you know, you're not talking about future commitment and future building. So I think there's a breakdown mm-hmm. in com- there's a huge breakdown in communication when it comes mm-hmm. to men and women and what they actually want and what they expect from each other. And so those expectations are not being met. So Tony, I again and and um Leisha, I know you're married as well. So I commend both of you for being mm-hmm. able to Um, navigate through that whole thing and for so many years. But do you know what I have found? Mm -hmm. What's that? For men and for women, there are so Mm -hmm. many cow. There are so many cowards out here that are not that are not even willing to that are not even willing to navigate. Mm. You know, because you're not. Yeah, you're not always going to get along. You're not right. always gonna. Uh, you're not always gonna agree. You're not always mm-hmm. gonna be on the same page. But instead of mm-hmm. standing firm in what brought you together in the first place and saying, "Hey, you know what? I fell in love with this person for this, 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 and that. I didn't fall in love with this person, and I don't love them anymore just because they don't agree with me." You know, or right. I don't love them. Right. I don't love them anymore just because they didn't bring me a hamburger, or I don't love them anymore just because. You know, we've got mm-hmm. to stop tucking our tails and running because mm-hmm. our grandparents and parents and you know, well, I can't say parents because that's a, a newer, still a newer generation, but our grandparents and our great grandparents, you know, they. It, you know, they stayed and they tried to navigate through some of the trials and the, the challenges that we have in terms of communicating respect. And that's a whole nother thing. You know, the respect mm-hmm. factor is so low now um, because mm-hmm. I, I think, I don't know, I think we, we see so much out there and our eyes get bigger than our stomach and it causes mm-hmm. us to, to do things and to chase things, and, and therefore, you know, the, the respect factor is not even there, you know, respecting mm-hmm. what you actually have. So that's, just, that's mm-hmm. just my thought about that. I mean, I could, be, I could be totally off base, but I just know what my experience has been. And mm-hmm. um, so in, in speaking to ladies more so, I, I try to make sure that they understand, know who you are and stand firm in mm-hmm. that because if you don't, some of these guys will take you down through there. Mm-hmm. And wow, I want to agree. Deep. This is Leisha. I want to agree with what you're saying because a lot of times um, people get into a relationship and they are 
not whole, right? Mm-hmm. So you're mm-hmm. normally, you normally get into a relationship because there's an avoidance there, right? You're mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. to, your, your, your connection or your chemistry mm-hmm. was there, but the connection mm-hmm. is your mm-hmm. brokenness, right? So when right. two broken people come together, right. after time, healing is going to happen, and then that relationship is going to fall apart because you guys were not together per- right. individually. Like Absolutely. each of you had baggage, each of you had mess that you really had to individually work on. And by you not doing that beforehand, which is what we, I believe that we a lot of times we do. You have so many people that they get married and they love somebody else and they marry somebody else. Why? Because they want security. Okay, well, that's the wrong reason to get married. Secure yourself. You know what I'm saying? Right, or right, right, they, right. They, they love this one thing about her. Oh, she's great in the bed. So then you go and marry her. Well, then you married her for the wrong reason. You shouldn't have married right. her in the mm-hmm. first place. So I think mm-hmm. that a lot of times, our brokenness is what attracts us to different people because you draw who you are. You draw yeah, who you yeah. are. And so when you don't have yourself together, when you're still dealing with yourself, you know, if you were raised by a single parent, you have abandonment issues. You know, if yeah. you were raised yeah. by a single mother, you have abandonment issues. If you were raised you know, by, um, without your father there, without your mother there, you have issues that, People don't even take time to dig until they call themselves in love. And then when right. you're in love, all of that stuff starts pouring out. Because really, you can meet somebody, you can date them, you can have a connection with them, but you don't really get to know them until feelings right. fall off. And then you just really see. It's kind of like, you know how people will do a live, and it could be your favorite celebrity, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then when right. you look in the background, you'd be like, they bananas is brown. They ain't buy no new bananas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. You start seeing right. little things. You start seeing right. little small things. You start you start that seeing you start seeing the nuances later. You know, two things that came to mind when you were talking just now. Two things that, that really came to mind. Um mm-hmm. in my experience I I've noticed where when people are emotionally unavailable yeah. they they misrepresent <clears throat> themselves initially and what happens is instead of saying hey i'm emotionally shut down i'm emotionally unavailable i am you know i don't necessarily have the capability to love as you are deserving of you know um, instead of saying and doing that, they kind of misrepresent themselves. And then later on, you're, you're finding out it's kind of like buyer's remorse. It's like, okay, what the heck, what did the, what the heck did I just inherit? You know, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. here it is, we were on the same page for all these months and months and months and months. And then here we are down the road. And now all of a sudden, now it's time to, you know, whether it's move forward or make a definitive decision or do certain things. Now, all of a sudden, there's this this shutdown thing. So I think it goes back again, and I'm just going to stand on this. Communication has always been a really, really, really big it's, – it's, it's kind of been a deal breaker for me, you know. Uh, you know, some people, for them, it's, you know, it's, it's the money, it's spirituality, it's, 
you know, the physical attraction. It's, you know, but for me, communication is, is one of those deal breakers because I believe through communication you can now navigate through some of those things that are not so pleasing, you know, because she's always, he, she's not always going to be pretty, and he ain't always going to be handsome. It's going to be some days he's going to start looking, he's going to start looking a mess, and there's going to be some days where she's not going to be her best, and then there's going to be physical things that change, and then there's, you know, there's going to be monetary ups and downs, but when you can communicate and really discuss, hey, do I always want you to look like a Barbie? Do I always want you to look like Shamar Moore? Do I always want you to be rich and wealthy? Do I always want you to be, you know, physically prepared to meet my needs? You know, when you can talk about those things, then you don't have so many disappointments later on. But people who, going back to the adage, closed mouths don't get fed. So if you really break it down, a, cl- a closed mouth that's not communicating, you're not going to be able to feed the relationship, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, someone posted this not too long ago, and it was like, uh, for men, women, any kind of women, women with tight skirts, with big breasts, all of that, they appear to their eyes. But when it's that woman that is, like your woman, she appeal, appear, mm-hmm. appeals to your soul. She appeals to a whole other part of you where you want to let her in. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I don't think, I think that there is fear there. I think that the lack of wholeness creates um, the issue of everybody not understanding or not being able to hear what that person right. is saying. Because you got so right. many issues on your own. And I think right. that society has wired us crazy. Like women, we, we yeah. are crazy wired. And men are yeah. crazy wired too. You got some that just think, oh, all, all I got to do is provide. That's not true. You know what I'm saying? You got right. some people that are just walking empty capsules, just walking in a relationship, just robotic function. You know, you have some that, you know, everything is so explosive because they don't know how to handle their own individual selves to be able to control themselves to be able to control a situation. Right, right. Because we are so crazy wired with society that, you know, we have to take a step back. Like you said, when you get out of a relationship, you need to take time for you. I don't care if you're a male or a female. You got to take time for you. Well, thank God, you know, for me, I took enough time in my latter years to where a lot of my healing that I needed to do um, mm-hmm. for, for for things passed, um, I spent time and I did that. So I made sure that anything that I got involved with, you know, as of late, I would come into it as a whole person. And now another thing that I do that I make sure that I, I just do for me um, this may not work for other people, but I tend to unplug. I don't spend hours upon hours upon hours perusing on social media. Now, now let me let me clarify. I like to scroll through IG, and I love to look at the pictures on Pinterest. But as far as like all of that dialogue and all of that negativity and all of the mm-hmm. stuff that we see out there now, I kind of 
I I do not let that stuff into my spirit because what happens is when you when you let all of that stuff in, sometimes you take on that persona. And then when you're trying to communicate with your mate or what have you, you're projecting all of that bile onto them. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just I, I just try to use my own personal judgment when it comes to, okay, I'm going to treat this person the way I would want them to at least halfway treat me. And that's mm-hmm. my rule of thumb. When, whenever it seems like something's going to come out of my mouth wrong or I'm going to do the wrong thing, or and, and, and that's another thing. We've got to be self-directed enough and we've got to be self-disciplined enough to where when we do open our mouth that we make sure that we are giving to the other person what we right. want them to at, at least halfway give to us. And as, a, mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur, the way I tie the two in, business and love, when you're trying mm-hmm. to sell a product to someone, you can't force feed a person a product that you want them to have. Just because you like peanut butter and jelly, don't force that on someone else. That's not necessarily the product that they want to buy. So well, when you're communicating with your mate, you're, you're supposed to love them from their particular point of need, not from your particular point of what you feel like you want to give. Because really, at the end of the day, you're just being selfish and you're force-feeding your position, your thoughts, and whatever limited, you know, things you want to give to that person. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a very strange time for mm-hmm. for for relationships especially for single women it's a strange time because there's some strange fruit out there <laughs> strange fruit <laughs> you're listening to let's chat my name is tony and i'm joined by my phenomenal co-host miss felicia and our special guest tonight is the wonderful author felicia hamilton she's over there speaking those jewels spitting out that knowledge so we hope you guys are enjoying, and we are so excited to have everyone chimed in on Alicia's feed, giving us their feedback and their thoughts. Felicia, I want to just take up something that you said, and then also what um, Felicia said, because you ladies are, are talking that talk. Um, Alicia had said something about um, empty vessels and being explosive mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. with your feelings. And I think that mm-hmm. all ties into what um, um, Felicia is also saying about treating someone the way you halfway want them to treat you. And it all goes back to a show we had a couple of weeks ago with trigger words. Some certain trigger words tend to bring out the worst in, in us, men and women. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. to try to avoid those trigger words, because once you hear trigger word, everything else tunes out. You don't hear anything else. That's the only thing you hear, and that's the only right. thing you're going to respond to. So you have to right. try to know your mate, like Felicia said. Know who you're talking to. Know how you should talk to. And if you know that you talk a certain way and he doesn't listen, like I know certain words I can't use with my husband because he tunes out. He doesn't respond. He doesn't like it. So I tend not to do that. You have to be mindful of those things. And, and it just takes a little bit extra work. That's all. Just mm-hmm. to keep the peace and just to keep the dialogue open because you have to dialogue. And when you don't, like Lisa said, you get explosive because you just want to get it out the best way you can. Right. So the explosion right. erupts. 
But there's so, so that goes back goes to communication. Yeah, Absolutely. that goes back to the communication, I would think. And, you know, you've got to be willing, though, to communicate. There's, so, there's a lot of people who who really only want to hear their own voice. They don't want to communicate. Exactly. It's, it, it's, it's do as so I true. say, and that's it. And it's not necessarily, you know, well, you know, well, hey, sweetheart, what's your, what's your perspective? What's your point of view? Or let me hear mm-hmm, you out, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and and mm-hmm. that has to happen on both sides, you know, because we as women mm-hmm. now, we can, be, we can be a trip too. So it's not just the men, mm-hmm. it's, it's both Absolutely of us. Absolutely not. We, mm-hmm. we have equal responsibility. We have equal yeah. responsibility to treat each other respectful and um, just to treat each other well. We have equal responsibility in that. It's not my responsibility as a woman to treat you like a king, but you're not ruling a kingdom. This is a pigsty because our life is a mess. You know, um, and and then for men, for men, you know, you're treating a woman like a queen and she doesn't even honor the throne that you sit on. So both Mm. sides, both sides have to come to the table with an equal amount of respect, um, openness, um, willingness, and, you know, just being just some grown upness, and that's not even a word, but that's that's you just like <laughs> well, like don't take it. grown grown it's woman decisions. You know, we you need some grown it. man. We need some grown man stuff going on, and we need some grown woman stuff going on. All this little girl and little boy stuff is just it's so played. It's so nineteen eighty six. It's a waste of time. It's nineteen eighty six. But I you don't have time to be wasted. To what you were saying about making sure that you know your who you are because a lot of times and I want to shout out Peter Mac because what he said was love and starvation cannot eat out of the same bowl. Mm-hmm. If you're mm-hmm. on the inside, if you're missing stuff on the inside, it's nothing that other person can do that's gonna make you nothing. Nothing, nothing at all. That's right. everything that's right. gonna be a problem, everything they say is gonna be a problem. Anything they want is going to be a problem, and it's not them. It's because you are missing you. You see what I'm saying? You better say mm-hmm. that again. Mm-hmm. You, you better say inside, that. They don't hear you. That's so when right. When you are missing you on the inside, won't nothing satisfy you. Nothing. You'll always be looking for more, and if you're looking for more, like we're imperfect people. I always say this. We are imperfect people, but we are always looking for perfection from other imperfect people, and we're never going to get that, first of all, because nobody Mm -hmm. is perfect. But that perfection that you're looking for is just a facade. It's a fatigue because you're trying to cover up the fact that you are imperfect and you haven't dealt with your imperfections. You haven't fixed what it is inside of you to find the happy in you. If you're not right. happy, nobody else do that for you. Nobody. I don't care if he's the best man in the world. I don't care how fine she is. If you are emotionally um, detached, because a lot of people are emotionally detached and desensitized, if that's what's going on, then you got to get that together before you bring somebody else into your space because it's not going to work. You can focus on um, the greatest accomplishments they have and what they do that you like and all of those things, but it's still going to come back down to you in the end. And it's not fair mm-hmm. either. I mean, you shouldn't bring anyone into something 
and you're not you're not in a position to reciprocate what it is that you want from them. It's just not uh-huh. fair. Absolutely. Shout out to Pam Williams because she did. She said the same thing. No one can make you happy. They can only enhance your happiness. Your happiness is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. And all of that takes work. And you have to be willing to into whatever relationship you may be involved in. You know, not, nothing is easy because if it was easy, why bother? Right, right. work, relationships are work. So you have to be able to put in that time. And if it means something to you, then it's it's not anything that you wouldn't want to do. Right, right. I agree. Mm-hmm. I now, agree. Now, the other day, Felicia, I think yesterday in your lives, you talked mm-hmm. about um, knowing when things have when you've overstayed your welcome. Isn't that what you said? When you, I can't remember your exact um, overstaying your season. Overstaying yeah. your season. Know know when the seasons have changed, yes. Yes. I I stand by that a thousand percent. And the Understanding season, season. Be, it doesn't have to just be um because I love what she said. It doesn't have to just be in a relationship. It could be in anything. You know, everything anything. has a season. And when it's over, sometimes it's not that it's a bad thing. It's that everybody is moving to a different level. And it's like a reset period where you're yeah. either going to have a reset period. You're either going to reset together and move forward or you're going to reset apart. And that doesn't mean it's right. a bad thing. Um, I think a lot of times, I know I do, sometimes I get so wrapped up in what I call seesaw vision. Like I see mm. I literally mm-hmm. see things. I see things. I see the visions, the things that I have in the past. I see them. I see me doing those things. But I do find myself a lot of times forgetting that there's a process in between. There, right. there are steps in between. There are things in between that have to happen, that have to go on, that have to be loosened, that have to be let go of um, within yourself and for that other person. And it's nothing wrong with thinking big. You know, that's the great thing, but it's all about positioning. If you have a work position yourself in your relationship, mm-hmm. your relationship is not going to go very far. Can you talk a little bit about that? Okay, me, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Look, I'm looking at you live and talking. <laughs> um, yeah. Here, here's here's the thing with that, and and I'll go back to the live video that I did on overstaying your season. Um, you don't serve anybody well when your spirit is not vested in something. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's a friendship, a relationship, a situationship, or a businessship. If your spirit has left the building, you are not doing anyone any favors, as a matter of if you're doing more harm than good. Um, we have to know. We have to know when the the end when when we have reached our peak in anything. You know, if we have reached our peak and and we are now at a plateau with something. Now, am I suggesting that people who have been married 15, 20, 30 years abandon ship? No, that's not what I'm saying. But you, what you can say is, hey, this is a different season for us. What can we do to change with the seasons so that we can keep and continue to be vested in this that we vested in 30 years ago, you know? Um mm-hmm. 
I think we have to have the foresight to be able to say, okay, well, you know what? We're not 25 anymore. We're 50. So what can we do to keep things lively and loving and um, spicy as 50-year-olds? How can we communicate effectively as 50-year-olds? How can we become best friends again? You know, Um, because Mm -hmm. if not, what will happen is those seasons will change and they will leave you behind and you will be standing there in a bikini and it's 30 below, you know, Mm -hmm. and you'll wonder where Mm -hmm. the heck did the seasons go and you were not prepared for them. Wow. That's deep. Standing in the bikini and freezing weather, girl. You better preach that stuff. That's a word for somebody right there. I felt that for somebody. If somebody needed that, I think we all needed it. Right. That was a good one. It's it's the truth. I mean, we we've got to we've got to learn how to we've got to learn how to grow as the days go along. You know, sometimes we well in 1996 you bought me this um you know you got me this Cracker Jack box and this cute little thing and you don't do the things that you used to do in 1996. Well, guess what? I might not have 1996 money anymore. I might ha- not have 1996 mentality. I might be going through a, a 2016 depression and I, I you know I've got to figure mm-hmm. this thing out or you know but whatever it is, we've got to be willing to communicate about it so that we can navigate through it. You know, nobody mm-hmm. wants to communicate and navigate anymore. Everybody wants to mm-hmm. just get in the car and drive and go the wrong way, 500 miles, before they turn the GPS on. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's so true. And so then so the, true. the thing is, when you open your mouth, make sure you're asking for something that you yourself can handle. Because if you're not positioned yourself, you're not going to be able to receive whatever it is you're asking for. I want this. I want that. He got to be this. He got, you know, ladies, we got that long bucket list. I think, Felicia, you were on the show. We talked about that, that long bucket list, a list of things. He got to be this. He got to be that. He got to have this. Mm -hmm. He got to have that. And the thing is, you're asking for all these things from this man. But you haven't Mm -hmm. positioned yourself to be able to receive that or you haven't positioned yourself to be able to receive the kind of woman you want, the kind of marriage you want, the kind of relationship you want. You're not even positioned yourself to receive it. So when you get it, you're just going to throw it away because you're not going to know what to do with it. And on the flip Mm. side of that now, on the flip side of that, I've had all of those things, those things that we have in our mind, oh, he's got to be 6'2", 6'4", 6'8". He's got to be... Chocolate. He's got to have waves on swim. He's got to have a six pack. He's, let me let me just tell you the honest and goodness truth, okay? Because I'm well traveled, well spoken. I've been outside of my zip code a million times, so mm-hmm. I've had all of that. All right, been engaged mm-hmm. to that, married to that. Um, but if they are not that on the inside, it doesn't matter what they are on the outside. Mm, the right. best, the best look, you can have some of the best looking ones, the best smelling ones, the best dressed ones, the best shaped ones, the best, they've got the best cars and their wallet is just, 
you know, everything is lining up. And they can probably quote the Bible backwards. But on the inside, but on Uh the inside, they are tore up from the floor up. So when you pray about those things, yeah, you may very well get all, you may get the best looking cherry to put on top of that ice cream sundae. Uh-huh. But just like, but just like when an ice cream sundae melts and that cherry sinks to the bottom, you're gonna mm-hmm. get somebody who is so sunken on the inside that by the time you look around, your whole life has been just torn upside down. So yeah, you have to be yeah. specific in in what you pray for and what you ask for and what you're looking for, but specifically specifically ask and pray for someone who is going to treat you at least at least as decently as you do them. Mm-hmm. That is so true, so true. Felicia, this is Tony, and I want to just um, say what you just described. A lot of women, you know, they have this preconceived idea of what their ideal man may, should be. Uh-huh. But they miss the opportunity to find a good man because he doesn't meet those physical qualifications that they uh-huh. have to see that a good man should be. You can, uh-huh. you, the man that you're praying may not necessarily be the man that God puts here before. He may be short, five, eight, a little pouch or whatever. You don't give that man an opportunity. <laughs> you don't give yourself an opportunity to get to know this man. And you may pass uh-huh. up with a gem. And, you you know, going for a piece of coal, does that make sense? You know, all these oh, yeah. men are not six feet, six, five, ten. They're not all like that. You have to look past that because that's not going to, like you said, it's not going to last forever. It's not, no. And, and you, you, the way you look now is not going to last forever. So you have to Mm-mm. look outside or look within Mm-mm. the physical attributes Mm-mm. that you each bring to the table. And I and think look, that's I where tie, the longevity I tie, my, I tie my hair up. I tie my hair up every night. My my hair is not flowing down my back at night. <laughs> I tie my because I, I don't have a relaxer, so I protect my hair every night. I tie it up, so you're gonna look, be looking uh-huh. at a do rag. But the point is, <laughs> I think that that whole I think that whole thing is, you know, sometimes we are so busy looking at superficial things that the things exactly. that really mean the the things that really mean something and the things that are going to be lasting we mm-hmm. overlook those things and we don't even um we don't even vet or audition for uh-huh. those particular things we're too busy mm-hmm. looking for the Blair Underwoods and the Shamar Moores and the right. um you know and and you know what that's being stereotypical, me just throwing those names out, because I have no idea what those gentlemen are like on the inside. But I can tell you, I have met some physically attractive, gorgeous, well-dressed, smell-delicious men who were mm-hmm. garbage on the inside, mm-hmm. garbage mm-hmm. on the inside, and Trust me, whatever you put down in your well will come up in your bucket. So even though they looked great on the outside, that garbage that they had down in their well, it came up in their bucket and it was projected onto me. 
that's deep. But be, that but deep. because I but because I believe in God the way that I do, and I I I stay. I, I just I just have faith in. You know, good things come to good people at some point. You know, I don't believe mm-hmm. that those experiences should be brought into my new situations. Mm-hmm. You know, I leave those where they are. So if I had a bucket of garbage, I drop that off at the um, at the city dump. You know, and that's um, where that is. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't bring that into my new relationship, which is what sometimes we do as women. We bring our old garbage into, you know, our new clean situations, and that's that's not fair for us to do. And all it does is take it. Absolutely. And then I think this is my thing. You got those people that um, affirm. Now, it's mm-hmm. all right to affirm other people. i got a problem with somebody that affirms you every five minutes. This is the thing. They're not trying to convince you you're great. They're trying to convince themselves that you're great. And I think that, you know, women, we have conditioned men to feel like affirmations are the way in. Affirmations are the way to go. All I have to do is affirm her. All I have to do is tell her how great she is, how this she is, how that she is. This is the thing. People, I think, confuse affirmations with love. And no, right, there's no right. action behind love. It's just a word that's overused. People overuse it. They use it in the wrong sense. It's no action behind it, but you're not looking for that action. You're looking for somebody that tells you they love you every five minutes, but they don't show you they love you. There's no action well, love is, there. Love is, well, love is what it does. Love is what it does. Mm-hmm. And I don't care how much talking you do. I watch mm-hmm. your actions and your movements and what you show me. And once mm-hmm. you've shown me who you are, Trust and believe. I believe that's who you are. Now, I may not say anything about it, you know. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I may give you some time to autocorrect. You know how our phones do with this autocorrect, autotype thing? I may give you some time to autocorrect. But at some point, I'm just like, eh, okay, well, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, I gave it time to, to mm-hmm. yeah, like, let's keep it moving. Mm-hmm. That's true. And hopefully, you know, down the road, not not necessarily with you, they will order correct at some point in their lives. Well, you know Absolutely. what? You would hope. You would hope, but I don't even think that people can auto-correct through relationships. I think people auto-correct through learning who they are and finding themselves and becoming um, spiritually, emotionally, mentally grounded. And, you know, let me go back to this. You know what? Dwight said people play games. Yes, they do. Game after game Mm -hmm. after game. Let Let me say this. I really believe in giving people a chance mm-hmm. to do the right thing. I will mm-hmm. give you a chance to do the right thing. But in that chance to do the right thing, you have as much of a chance to do the wrong thing. So if you take the chance that I gave you, it's just like when you're born, your parents give you a name, it's up to you to mess it up. So mm-hmm. if 
you take that chance and you mess it up, then it's purely on you. I don't have any remorse after the fact. After I have closed that door and moved on, that I'm confident that I've done all that I could do. And really, I mm-hmm. have no, I, you know, I was having this conversation with someone the other day, and they were like, do you, do you talk to any of your exes? And why? For what? I mean, I don't have any reason to because, it's not, there's not necessarily any hate there, but there's nothing there. Like, that, that is like a, that's just like a dash or a check. You know, there's nothing there. There's no, there's no animosity, but there's no mm-hmm. remorse or any, any leftover feelings either because I gave it all. I, I gave it to you. Mm-hmm. You messed it up. So, you know, that's, that's pretty much mm-hmm. it. And then, you know, a lot of times people get stuck on those trust issues. Now, Yana Van Zandt, what she said was, and it was so true, she said, it's not that you don't have trust issues. You go to a restaurant, you sit down and eat the food, you sit down in the chair, you don't question the chair, you don't question the cook, you don't question the restaurant, but you eat, you pay the bill, you go home. You're not questioning anything there. The thing with, in a relationship, what she said was, you're not, it's not that you can't trust. You trust every mm-hmm. day. You're mm-hmm. not trusting who you are with that person, and you're not trusting your um, yourself. Like, you're right. not trusting your decision, which to me means that you have flaws. And that's like a stop sign, that people just kind of mm-hmm. do that, that they slow stop and go. You have a stop mm-hmm. sign. You're trusting you don't trust that you're making the right decision to give this person that trust. I think a lot right. of times we give people things that they may not even be able to handle, and we end up sometimes setting those relationships up for failure because mm-hmm. we have all of these mm-hmm. expectations from somebody, and you don't even know if that person can handle it. Can you talk a little bit mm-hmm. about that, Felicia? About building trust? trust and, and giving people things that they can't handle mm-hmm, and expecting mm-hmm. them, the expectation is that they do. And then when they can't, then you say, I was hurt. Yeah. But you yeah. knew that you couldn't handle it. They couldn't handle it, but you gave it to them anyway. Right. You know what? I, I think I'll, I'll reword that just a little bit. Um, you know, our mothers, grandmothers, our aunties, you know, used to sit on the porch and say, girl, you know what you got. You know what you're dealing with. You know, mm-hmm. um, what I think, I, what I take that to mean is if you know you have someone who is incapable of loving you correctly, mm-hmm. res- respectfully, um, you know, loving you from a spiritual sense, loving you from a, a friendship sense, and you are investing all of your trust, all of your love, you're, you're, you're really putting, you're all, almost like putting your baby in the back seat with a drunk driver, okay? Right. Because you know, you know that person is driving drunk. But you say, okay, I'm going to trust you to take my child from here to here, but you see them getting behind the wheel and they are inebriated. So I think we see what we have 
but we don't want to accept it. So we still mm. give, and then we're let down. We're let down, right. but then we're 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 more let down because we thought that by our giving we could change them or rehabilitate them or all mm-hmm. of a sudden sober that drunk driver up, which is not the case. Not at all. Uh-uh. Not at all. But I want to ask you, ladies, you know, Lisa, you were talking about you while we're on expectations. I want to know from you guys, how much do you feel social media plays a role in expectations? Because you may see something on social media and you may think it's all good and dandy, but you don't necessarily know the, the outline factors behind that. Because some people can just post anything. And then you have, mm-hmm. the, well, well, why can't my relationship be like this? Why can't this be like that? Why can't you be like her or you be like him? How much do you feel social media actually plays a part in how we go about our relationships in today's society? I think social media has a lot of people gassed up because a lot of people now have become um, popular and have developed egos that they wouldn't normally have if they did not Mm -hmm. have that as an ego booster. And uh, I think it, it, it has caused a lot of problems, but not necessarily it being the problem. The person Uh who allowed it to come in and become a problem is, 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 is the person who has the weakness. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that's, 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 just my, that. that's just my, because, you know, I'm from the pre-social media era, so I'm still the same chick I was back in, you know, 89, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a, I'm mm-hmm. an improved version of it, but social media, I'm not addicted to social media at all. I mean, I don't, like I said, mm-hmm. I don't spend hours on Facebook dialoguing with people. I mean, I just, right. I just, I just don't because I've got a life life. You know, and I can't look at people's lives out on social media and then try to replicate that in my home and think that that's going to work because that out there might be a facade. What's working on that IG page might not work at your house, you know. Right. So Mm -hmm. you've got to be realistic in in what you're Mm -hmm. doing. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. You know, sometimes I get on social media, I do what I got to do, and then I get off. You know, like you said, you have life at work sometimes. I may pop in every now and then, but I just can't do it. You know, there's too many too many other things that I have to be involved in. And the other thing is mm-hmm. my husband is not on social media. He doesn't do social media. So it's all in how you balance everything. You have there's yeah. boundaries that have to be set. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. And I think uh, the other side to that is with social media, social media, music, television, it creates preset expectations. you got to put an expectation mm-hmm. to the relationship. And if you, it's already in your mind, it's this, it's this, it's this. And when you don't get those things, then you're like, oh, well, he didn't do this and he didn't do that. Well, like right. Like you said, a closed mouth doesn't get fed. But how are they going to know what you have preset in your mind that you right. expect from this person? They're not going to be able to live up to that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. And you know what? E- even with that, even with that, I'm not even going to give that out 
because you can say, okay, you know what, he's got it all screwed up or she's got it all screwed up because they're looking at social media. But you know what, you don't get that opportunity to take that that chicken way out, you know, because mm. as, a, as a grown person, you know right from wrong. And you know what you should do and what you shouldn't do. And you know how to be respectful um, and you know how to be loving. Um, or at least you know that there is something other than what you're doing that you could do, mm-hmm. you know, especially if your mate mm-hmm. is telling you. So to put it on social media is to just give them the easy way out of, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. really just saying, hey, you know what, you don't have to treat me well because it's really Facebook fault. <laughs> That's so true, and and. and and unfortunately, it it pertains to quite a few people. Mhm. Mhm. I agree. Now, I agree. In your in your next book you have coming out. Uh huh. Grown woman decision. Let's okay. Let's talk a little bit about grown woman decision because yes. uh, in your live yesterday, you I, I felt that passion uh, behind mm-hmm. the idea uh, that came behind that book. But talk a little mm-hmm. bit about that because some things are just grown decisions. Sometimes you yeah. have to leave grown decisions. Sometimes you have to do certain things. It's a grown decision. So are we speaking from a business standpoint or a pro- or a personal standpoint or both? Um, both because sometimes this okay. is a personal come yeah. together. Um, well, from a professional standpoint, I had to make some grown woman deci- some grown woman decisions about my business after I had uh, totally, over the course of five years, invested approximately a half a million dollars, and mm-hmm. to realize that the season for that particular industry for me, for me, for somebody else maybe so, but for me, that industry that season had ended. Um, yet I mm-hmm. kept pouring money, time, industry, uh, uh, resources into it. And I had to make some grown woman decisions about deciding, hey, I'm not going to continue to do this. I'm going to close the doors on this and then just focus mm-hmm. on, you know, my writing, my speaking, my traveling and different things like that. Um, and, and so it, but it, it came at such a cost. It came at such a cost because by the time I decided to make those grown woman decisions, I had sacrificed so much, not just monetarily, but there were so many things that I had missed, so many important moments in my family's lives, uh, my friends' lives. Um, I wasn't even sure if I was still going to have friends after the fact because I had, you know, um, you know, ducked on so many opportunities to spend time with them, you know, in different moments in their life. Um, So Mm -hmm. it was time for me to make some real grown woman decisions about that because it was affecting my health. It was how I operated. I had gained a whole lot of weight and I couldn't get the weight off because of the stress. Um, My blood pressure was Mm -hmm. always high. I always had headaches. Um, And Mm -hmm. so for my personal life, I had to do the same thing. I had to I had to really take an analysis of, you know, who in my life right now ha- is is this still the season for, you know, and has mm-hmm. the season come to the to an end and I did not realize it. Uh, am I in friendships that are not conducive to my spiritual growth? Am I in personal relationships that are not conducive to my um my mental and and um, emotional health, 
you know. So mm-hmm. all of those things I had to make some grown woman decisions about, and I'm talking just really recently, like between November and January. Um, mm. So it was it was it was definitely um, it was definitely interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, definitely interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely and, agree with that. Go ahead, see. No, I was going to ask, uh, when will the book be out? March 1st. March 1st. I'm doing pre-orders right now. Um, and as a matter of fact, I'm going to go on and put up a link um, since we're on here live. I'll put the link up for um, the pre-orders for the book. Um, um, but, yeah, I had to make some real grown woman. Just, and you know what? I'm still making them. I am still okay. making them. And mm-hmm. it's it's a process. Mm-hmm. I think it's a daily process. The thing that you that has to be addressed, you know, and be consistent in it in order for you to continue to, to, to be on the up and up. You know, it's mm-hmm. not something I'm going to do it today and not do it next week. Right. 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 And, you know, mm-hmm. here's the thing. Uh, over go, going back to what we were talking about earlier, overstaying your season in anything has the potential to kill you. Um, because if you're not if you're not growing and you're stagnant and you're unhappy or you find yourself changing or shirking away from the person that you normally are, and your countenance mm-hmm. has changed, or your disposition is no longer pleasant, or whatever it is. Uh, it is time to make a decision on that thing no longer being a part of your life, and you've got to be grown up about it. You and and it's not easy. It's not mm-hmm. easy, but we have to be willing to make those grown up decisions. Mm-hmm. I think that's the key, Felicia, being willing, because sometimes you're just comfortable in a any given situation, and you don't want to necessarily rock the boat because you don't know what's on the other side of that comfortability. But like you say, you have to make that decision, that decisive decision to want better, to be better, and to know that there is better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's funny that we were um, having some of these conversations tonight and and I knew what the topic was about but I I didn't know you know how we would delve into to it and I have a a business partner who has an Instagram it's called confessions of an honest black man so if you Mm -hmm. get a chance go to that Instagram account but confessions of an honest black man and it's really um, someone speaking to speaking to some of the you know, the hangups that we have when it comes to the breakdown between men and, and women and, 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 and relationships. But mm-hmm. even going back to my book, being grown up about it, to talk about it, to, to work mm-hmm. on it, to fix all of that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, well, I'm, I'm looking for that, that nap right now. Confessions of a honest black man. <laughs> mm-hmm. And not yep. settling. I think that and a lot of times we settle, right? We settle uh-huh. in a lot of different things. We settle when it comes down to our diet. I mean, we just settle. And this is the thing with settling. You have to know 
in a relationship, you got to know the difference between affection and attention. You know what right. I'm saying? Attention is what you give grass. You know, when you when you water your grass every every other day, or that's attention. You're giving you're giving your grass attention. But the affection is when you are watering it. You're putting down the right. fertilizer. You're trying to. Do you know? Do you know how many people don't know how to do that? Do you know how many people yeah. don't know how to do that? And I'm talking about grown people. And I almost, I almost cussed just then, but I've, I've, I've made a grown woman decision to stop cussing so much. But um, <laughs> you would be surprised how many people do not know how to do that. And they are, they are out here just really misrepresenting themselves. Like, mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's, it's cr- and, you know, for, for the two of you, because, you know, you're, you're happily married women, and so you're not on the dating scene. But, boy, 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 let me tell you, mm-hmm. ain't, ain't <laughs> nothing out here but the rent. <laughs> <laughs> These guys misrepresenting themselves left and right. They, mm-hmm. you know, you know, they. Uh uh. Uh uh. I'm talking nothing but the rent. I, you know, and you don't want to lose. You know, you don't want to lose faith in our brothers. You really, really don't. But my right. God, <laughs> I'm like my I'm like my pastor friends now. My God, let's speak about it. My God, my God. Because you know, a lot of people, you know, they feel so different about interracial relationships. I feel mm-hmm. like this: if you are not getting or finding what you need, whether you're black, white, purple, or green. You're green, and the green is not giving you what you need. It's okay to go to blue. So if right. you're black, and you're saying, I, I, I'm not finding black men that are giving me what I need. It's okay to date other races and other cultures. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I you, don't know what? you know what? I know what? You know, there are going to be some brothers that are really going to not like what I'm saying. The statement I'm getting ready to make, put it that way. There are other people out here that are willing to do what 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 our brothers not our brothers. Can you hear? Oh, is it still an echo? Sounds better mm-hmm. now. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah, I can hear you that's fine. Okay. But yeah, there are, there are, and it's it's really like you said, it's really not about race. But I think that our brothers have gotten so gluttonous and so greedy, and in some cases so disrespectful and just so down and dirty with their dastardly deeds that they have overlooked that what you think is just something to be kicked around and toyed with, somebody else is mm-hmm. ready to put it up on a pedestal and cherish it. That's right. Oh. 
One man's trash is another man's treasure. Mhm. And that is the that is the real deal. Mhm. That is the real and deal. But but you, we're not hating it on men that want to date outside of their race, you know, because love no. is love, and then that's who you're attracted to, that's who you're finding, that you, the whole ultimate goal of a relationship is companionship. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it, it, so, absolutely, it absolutely is. You, I think you should date whoever makes you happy, but I do think that right now a lot of men are only doing what they can get away with, and I don't care if she purple, pink, orange. Yellow, rainbow, purple, rainbow. <laughs> right. I think they are only doing what they can get away with. And mm-hmm. if they don't have to do much, they're not going to. That's true. And that's not that's not bash that's not that's not bashing them. That's just to say that society has gotten things so messed up when it comes to mm-hmm. you know positioning how our men should operate within the dynamics of a relationship. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's, it's a community responsibility now, but mm-hmm. it's, mm-mm. And also we're in a microwave, you know, society. Everybody wants everything mm-hmm. and in a hurry instead of yeah. working uh-huh. towards what it is that they want. You know, yeah. everything is not one, two, three. It has to be nurtured. It has to be grown. It has to be, you know, it takes some time for those seeds to grow into what it is that you want it to be. So it's not one, two, three. This microwave society just kills me. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And that goes back to the social media aspect you were talking about earlier um, because people are looking at folks that seemingly are on the glow up overnight Mm -hmm. and that's Mm -hmm. not necessarily real, then that's, that's what they are trying to portray in real life. Not knowing that you got to be a real man out here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You got to be a real man and honor your woman. You got to be a real woman and cook some food. You know, you got to be a Mm -hmm. real woman and fold some clothes, do some laundry. You've got to be a real woman and pray for him. Pray with him. Mm -hmm. You know, you've mm-hmm. got to be grown and open up that Bible. And now here's the thing. Now, I know everybody's faith is probably different or people have di- – there are different people of different faiths, okay? Mm-hmm. But whatever mm-hmm. it is, whatever it is, be grounded in that and let that be the center of your relationship. Too many mm-hmm. too many um, modern relationships now are not grounded in faith. They are grounded in whoever – is leading the relationship's ego. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whatever God you serve should be the God that you serve, not the person in your relationship being your God. Mm-hmm. Because who is that person listening to? If that person in the relationship is your God and that person is their own God, who is that person mm-hmm. listening to? Mm-hmm. Nobody. So true. That person's not listening to nobody. So true. Absolutely. And, and the other thing with that, Felicia, you, you yeah. have to let a man be a man. You have to let a man be. You have to let him. You just have to let him be a man. Don't strip him of his manhood and no. then complain right. about him not being the man that you want him to be. No, I just no to throw way. That in there. 
not at all. And and that, you know what, I think we talked about that in the beginning, too, when it came, because it was that Peter Mac that asked about, you know, us, you know, uh, you know, pampering yeah. and nurturing. and But here's mm-hmm. the thing, by set, that stuff is second nature to most of us. Unless we are women who have sociopathic tendencies, most women are born with the DNA of a nurturer, period. Okay, mm-hmm. so you know you probably have some young women nowadays who are more interested in Wi-Fi and um, you know selfie lights, but for the most part, we are born as nature nurturers. So we are always, are you okay? Do you need anything? Can I get you some water? Let me run you. You know, mm-hmm. we we are that. We are wired that way. So when we talk about let a man be a man. You know what? Actually, I'm just going to put this out. I don't have to let you be nothing. You're going to be a man anyway because I'm going to be a woman to you. But the moment that you show me that you're not, I look at you Mm -hmm. just like I look at me. Now I'm in a relationship with a woman. So probably I need to Mm. take the stage left. Mm. And we talked about that the last show. We talked about um, alpha females and alpha males and, and beta males. Uh, make sure y'all uh-huh. check out that that show we had with uh, Quentin Morgan. And the thing about leading is everything everything comes second nature. Like yeah. submission is second nature. Everything is second nature when it's that person that you connect to. It, it's an automatic thing. It seems that that you don't have to ask. Some stuff right. will just happen because it will be second nature for that person to do those things. But this is the thing about being led. If that person can't lead themselves, they can't lead you. And mm-hmm. we are, especially as women, we are constantly looking at men that can't lead themselves to lead us. Well, where are they going to lead you to? Mm-hmm. And vice versa. I agree. You're looking for this I woman agree. To, but, to lead you in a certain but, way because women, they are leaders. God created them to be leaders as well. But where is guess what that means, though? Guess what that means? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That means that they're not women or men. That means that they are children. So let's just keep it a thousand. You know, sure, the men are supposed to be the head, and women are supposed to, you know, be that, that backup, that Robin to their Batman, that, you know, Tonto to the um, John Wayne or, or whatever it was. But mm-hmm, at the mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you got a lot. Of, you got a whole lot of children out here trying to lead grown up lives. Mm-hmm. And I don't care Too how bad. old they are. I don't mm-hmm. care how. They, I, no, no, no. I don't mean age their children. I'm talking forties and fifties, and they still act mm. like children. They make mm. childlike decisions. They throw childlike oh. tantrums. They. Um, they enter relationships with childlike minds. If I'm going to take mm-hmm. my ball and go home, you know, if this isn't going my way, I'm going to take my ball and go home, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's, wow. it's just, mm, it, I don't know. It's just, you can't it's even sad. explain it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a sad, 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 <laughs> sad situation out here, I'm telling you. Now, wow. here on Let's Chat, you know, we like to do fun. We, have, we like to have a little fun. 
And uh-huh. you know, I'm, I'm, you don't clutch for pearls. You don't, you don't wear pearls to clutch. But um, I would say brace yourself because ain't no telling what he gonna ask. Y'all be thinking it's me. If he's home, she she's my influencer. She's influencer <laughs> the back end, y'all. Y'all just don't know. But she always asks these fun questions, and so we apologize in, in advance. <laughs> Oh Lord. Okay. Now is this is this a setup? Is this a setup? No, it's a fun question. We love hearing I guess um creativity. How about okay. putting it that way? All right. Okay, uh, well let's go. <laughs> well I'm gonna tap into your author skills, Miss Felicia, tonight. And once again, thank you okay. so much for sharing your time. I know time is precious and we appreciate you spending it us with us here on this chat. But now for the fun part, we want I want to give you a prop, and I'm going to just set the scene, and um, you just give us a little, I'm going to start calling it a little, a little, what, add, you know, just give us a little short story, a mini story, a mini, what's the word I'm looking for, Alicia? We had that music before. Insert, yeah, excerpt. Okay. I'm going to give you a prop, and um, just set to talk about relationships. We have a okay. man and a woman that's been in a long-term relationship, and they're trying to get mm-hmm. their groove back. But in order to get their groove back, I want to put in a prop. And the prop this week, well, actually, I haven't had a prop. The prop tonight is going to be um, hot chocolate marshmallow. Okay. And you can just use that into it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Keep trying, Lisa. So am, am I setting the scene, or are you <laughs> Yes, you're setting the scene. scene. This is your expert. What would I do with hot chocolate and marshmallows? Mm-hmm. And they're getting hmm. their groove back. And and this couple is getting their groove back. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, there's a few things that you can do with that. Um, I can dress myself in the chocolate or marshmallows or him. Oh. Um, we can, you know, we can make it mutually beneficial and, you know, some for him, some for me. Um, (laughs) You know what? (laughs) Yeah, share and share alike. I mean, it should be mutually, it should be mutually beneficial, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, mutually delicious. we should we should both be able to indulge in dessert. Mm-hmm. Mm, all right, then. Well, it's good for the goose. It's good for the gander. Yeah, and remember, this was your prop, not mine. You set me up for this, so. That was... <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. Now, you know, Black Panther, everybody is the, the rave about Black Panther. They're excited uh-huh. about it. So I'm going to steal one of Keith's questions. If you were a superhero, uh-huh. what superhero would you be and why? What superhero would I be and why? I would be Superwoman because everybody around me expects me to be everything for them, and I mm-hmm. end up having to change in a phone booth or somewhere um, <laughs> because there's little or no regard given to my needs at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So I would be superwoman who's there to save the day for everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the majority of us. 
Yeah, yeah, that's who I would be. Now, I, you know, by choice, no, um, because actually I would just like to be on a long vacation, you know, sipping mm-hmm. a mojito probably, but that mm-hmm. is just not how life is delegating things right now. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's well, right. Well, we appreciate you coming to kick it with us here in the chat room because I know you stay busy. You stay, stay busy. So we appreciate you being able to take that time with us. We want you to shout out all of your social media uh, and your books, again, where they can purchase them, as well as when your next book is going to come out. Um, my social media, of course, is my name, Felicia L. Hamilton. You can find me on Instagram, uh, The Silent Mogul, Felicia L. Hamilton. Twitter is Felicia Hamilton. My website is Felicia L. Hamilton because, you know, I like to keep my brand consistent across the board. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. my books are um, Real Women Wear Stilettos, Get Bossed Up or Stay Basic, and the latest is Grown Woman Decisions. And I recently became the editor-in-chief of Black Voices News, adding a little touch of our female voice to a male-dominated industry. Awesome. Happy Congrats season. on that. And yep. you can catch her on the Huffington Post. Yes, yes. I almost forgot that. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I almost forgot that. Thank you, Leisha. Thank you so much. Make sure y'all check her out. She does live every Wednesday, I think, but she always gives um, a entrepreneurial life lesson pet talk for the week. I try. Mm-hmm. I try my best, and I'm going to continue to try to um, just to motivate and, and, and keep us encouraged. And nothing beats a failure but a try. So we, once again, we appreciate Nothing beats a failure but a try. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you once Thank again. Thank you so much. Us. You have a great evening. Okay, you too. Love you guys. Love you back. Have a good one. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was phenomenal, Great show. Absolutely. Got off to a rocky start. I think I finally figured out how to, how to work um, the live and, and being able to do the show at the same time and get rid of the mm-hmm. background noise. So I'm mm-hmm. excited about that. We learned a lot. Um, I always say this, pour into those that pour into you. You know what I'm saying? Pour into mm-hmm. those people that pour into you. It's very important because if you are constantly pouring out of yourself, nothing's pouring into you, so you don't have anything to give, and then you become empty, and there's nobody to fill that. Mhm. That's so true. It's so true because you never know who may need that pouring in that you're trying to pour in, and sometimes you just gotta just be you. I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree. I did talk with um, Dr. Oscar Underwood's publicist, and so we're going to get him back on um, next week or the week after. So I'm excited about that because there's so many things he can talk about uh, on the show about just men and women and life and our children. Um, He's awesome. And so I'm excited Mm -hmm. about that. We have – Omar Tyree, he's going to be back in the chat room talking about his new uh, venture. So I'm excited about that. We appreciate everybody that tunes in to Let's Chat that comes to kick with us. If you would like to be a guest on Let's Chat, 
just send your request to the chat radio show at gmail.com. Also, if you would like to sponsor the chat, you can email us as well. If you are just tuning in or if you're just getting on the live, this is something new that we started. Make sure you drop us comments or, or, or things that you you think uh, we can do because see, we always like to be better here on our chat. So we, we don't we're very approachable in that way. But if you are just mm-hmm. tuning in, make sure you hit our archives up here on uh, blogtalk.com as well as iTunes or any podcast app um, you can actually catch us on. Absolutely. And thank you once again for everyone that's chiming in and tuning in. We appreciate you, and you guys have a great weekend. And what are we going to leave out? with. We have so much music. Shout out to all the independent artists that bless us with music. I Freeze just sent us some new music, so we're going to have that on the show next. Um, we're going to do a little Omar Tyree. Okay. Just like Trying to hit me 